Like social media ruined everything, bro. Yeah, in person she's just really like quiet and like. Can you start that um that cabin? It all started. It all started. Ready to go. Okay. Do, 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 do. Il était bon le temps basané, le regard timide, les mains tout abîmées, taillait la pierre, fils d'ouvrier, il en était fier, mais pourquoi vous riez Non, ne le jugez pas, vous qui ne connaissez pas les vertus. Check, 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 check. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Fairy Lations Rated R with Regan Nice Podcast 23. And today we are joined here by my good friend Byron Thomas and his good friend Jack Harlow. So, just tell us your names, boys, how old you are, and what you guys do. I'll start. Uh, my name is Byron Thomas, and I'm co-CEO of Beesler, and I'm currently 20 years old and running a business with my partner Chad. Uh, Brian is also the world click, has the world clicking <laughs> record, not the world click. Fuck <laughs> that wrong. Fuck, I was planning it. Okay, your turn, bro. Yeah, I'll just give it the world clicking record. But uh, yeah, my name is Chad, uh, 21, also co-CEO of Beesler with this guy over here. Sweet brothers. So, how long have you guys been on this um, journey together? Yeah. We started, we started end of last year actually, um, like not even end, like I would say October, even yeah. before that. Um, and then when did you guys launch or um, get registered officially? Okay, so we started with so many different business ideas, like we went from selling clip-on glasses to necklaces to, we've jumped so many to car washes to social media marketing, we've gone through every like thing that we can do. Mm. Um, but then we, we took it seriously. We got registered at the beginning of this year. Like we registered the company. Like that nice was, a, yeah, that was a mission on its own. Yeah. People don't understand the difficulties of registering a business. Um, we've actually spoken about this the other day. Of it's actually good for us because it takes so long. So people that think they can make money quickly, they yeah. try and start a business, but then they realize how difficult it is. Mm. And that's where we can take advantage of it. Dude, it's not just that. Just like there's always one problem. Like. Registering the company, there was always one issue. Like then we have to link our bank account. Then there's an issue. Then we link the bank account. Then we have to open up like a pay pay gates so we can accept payments. We do that, no problem. But now we move it over to a company. Now we have to reapply with the company information. Then there's stuff missing, so we have to re- revert back to personal. Like there's every time there's just something so small. Yeah. Speak my language now, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. speak my language. Like, it's um, so difficult. I know Regan did um, a video for InnoSubs. Uh, I don't know if you know Simeon Panda's um, brand, uh, yeah. the nutrition brand. They sent him some things from America and oh, shit. tell them the story about like um, the customs and stuff like that and how long they took and shit like that. Yeah, it's really interesting how this happened. The company got the product sent out from Texas um, after chatting to me. They got it sent out in like a day into customs and whatever. It took a from there to get to, what's the place called? Post office took two months to get to the post office. And then the post office didn't notify me anything and they wouldn't even tell me which post office it was. So I had to go and find the post office, go and drive around and find it. And then I get there and I say, I'm here to pick up my parcel. They look for it for like 30 minutes while they're sitting, having a chat with each other. And then they eventually find it and they're like, cool, you have to pay 780 <laughs> rand for <laughs> import fees. Yeah, that's like, exactly what we What did. the fuck, bro? And then, and then he tells, um, tells InnoSubs like... A, like um, and then I, I sent the company a message and said, listen, can you take care of the customs <laughs> fees? They replied an hour later. It was about 1 a.m. for them. Reply an hour later, said, cash sent. Oh, jeez. Wait, Just so like that. Wait, uh, wait, Simeon Panda, he's, he's, he's the bodybuilder, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's got a brand, Panda. And, uh, no, no, um, InnoSubs Inno Inno sponsors him. Oh, shit, but that's sick. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, thanks, bro. I, before, I had a friend, before I, um, I knew anyone that started a business in my friendship group, and he was saying to me that in South Africa it's more difficult because you get demotivated just by waiting in the line at home affairs, you know what I mean? Yeah, Small fucking true. Like that. And, and it got me thinking, bro, it got me thinking, like, nobody else in the world has the resilience we have. So I know yeah. that, it, like, some, most people who wanted to start a business would just wait in the line and then they'd be like, fuck this and just never start it ever again. So the fact that you guys saw through and even got started just shows me how much resilience and how much mm. like, determination you have. 
But like, I want to know how long it took for for it to, 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 to come alive. But can I just quickly speak on that? Um, if we lived in America, starting this business we wanted to would be so easy. Ten times literally, easier. Let's just say, for example, e-commerce, right? So we've kind of moved away from the typical e-commerce. But if we were to have an e-commerce store in America, yeah. all the products are held in the American warehouse, so it's easy shipping to the customer. And secondly, they have their own payment gateway. We have to outsource our payment gateway. And then if our store is in dollars, and let's say it's $2, it converts to the payment gateway in South Africa is two rand, yeah. not 20 rand. No. So we, so it's like, it's, and then we have to find another third party to convert the transaction, because it will show up as 20 rand, but then it will go through as two rand. So we have to find a third party for that as well. And America, Shopify, for example, has their own like payment gateway, Shopify payments goes straight into your bank account. So that's another thing. And then also, can I just say one more thing about um, the customs? Initially, I'm sure you guys have heard of dropshipping, mm -hmm. was our initial plan, definitely moved away from that. But you were our first <laughs> customer of one of our dropshipping stores, which is the necklaces. The necklaces, yeah, I And can I just say, your order is still, is, we haven't canceled it. Yeah. So and you, been, have, and you yeah, haven't got it. It's been like seven months and you still haven't got your necklaces. Absolutely. We, got we can't cancel, it says pending, uh, like, because we paid for it yeah. to have it shipped to you. It still says pending. And then, even if it gets to the post office, like you said, we won't even know if it gets there. So we've had to make our business, sell to South Africans, and source our products from South Africa specifically. But, um, mm. The experience I had with you guys, you guys were pretty good with the customer service. When I told you about my chain, I got your refund back very quickly. Everyone yeah. was very engaging. Everything got explained to me. So what keeps you motivated to be able to, you know, just have the, the patience? Cause yeah, like so our business was up and running. Like, like you said, we had the good customer service, and then we had to rely on the suppliers and the the third party is that let us down in the long run. Yeah. So technically we got our side sorted, but pushing through the part where we have to rely on everyone else is, is a difficult part. I can imagine. Mm. So what do you think has changed now since then? Um, we kind of, we don't really need to rely on the third parties because they're all here in South Africa. We've made sure that everything is within our country. So we're selling to South Africans where American uh, companies can't let us down, you know? Mm. I will say like, the thing is with us, uh, we get on very well and we're both very positive. So we found an, a supplier in South Africa, a wholesaler. Now that we registered a company, we can now register for wholesalers that only sell to companies, right? That only sell to stores. Yeah. So we registered at one of those. We found the products we wanted. We listed it on the store. About a month later, the wholesaler closed down. Like ah, every, every even like, worse, it's man. Like the, I will say, if oh sorry, <laughs> when everything is running so smoothly and perfectly, one day we'll at least feel like we deserved it because we like <laughs> keep going after. Like yeah. we could have stopped after the your shipment didn't come through, yeah. or after the wholesaler closed That's down. It's like it's like. We will get it right eventually. And as I keep saying to people, bro, when we start competing on a global level, no one's going to have the resilience we have because they're not used to it. You know what I mean? And things happen all the time. Anything can happen. And we would be prepared for it because we've seen the worst, bro. Like we've seen it all, man. We'll be fighting load shedding as well, which is because another one of our businesses is um, a car wash, right? So we have um, a guys, guys that we've trained, we bought all the equipment, um, and then we set up our location. So we're talking to two right now. Um, and then with that, we basically don't do anything. The guys come through, collect payment, wash the cars, move on. But um, not all those places have a generator. Okay. So that's another issue. So mm. we would have to buy our own um, battery. Yeah, battery. And then that way we can also maybe move into mobile washing. But like load shedding as well is just another issue that we have to fight in South Africa. What do you guys think the secret is to having like healthy competition amongst each other? Because um, as guys, we're naturally competitive, right? And if you want to see, if you want to be with someone long term and do stuff with them long term, it has to be you have to make me better and I have to make you better, right? But we have to make sure it doesn't get toxic, it doesn't get like now yeah. I'm feeling bad. So what do you think is different with you guys that it doesn't work with everybody else? Because it's not just it's not just putting together the company; it's like people just don't get along in the long run. The thing is, we, we yeah. like we we've had arguments, but it's never ever gotten. Like we will both settle. Like yeah, we'll we come to an agreement, like easy. a mutual agreement. Yeah. And we've been talking non-stop business for at least yeah. five months straight. Like before we got going. Yeah, okay. we'll come to an agreement. We we both agree. Like if I strongly believe that this is how it should be, and he doesn't, I will make the sacrifice. It's a joint business. I'm not gonna like, okay, forget you. I'm gonna do it this way. Like we, yeah. we do come to our agreements. But it's not like stupid decisions where you're right and I'm wrong, and they both valid reasons, but there has to be a meeting in the middle. But with we also delegate like he's got like this is what you need to do this is what i need to do mm. so it's not like 
we both need to do this. I feel like I'm the only one doing it. You're not doing this. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. But it's difficult to um, um, tell someone that to, 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 yeah. to get it off your chest. Like, it almost feels easier to just run with it by yourself. But you yeah. can't do anything by yourself. You need to have... Yeah, for sure. That's one thing. I did... When I was in school, like, I knew I was going to... Like, I told everyone, like... I'm gonna have like I sold I had a business called Beard and Beast yeah. sold beard oil I had CR workout I sold workout stuff I had fruity pacifiers I sold like baby dummies with fruits in it like I went through so many different businesses um, I had rock bro cycling gloves I sold cycling gloves but um, it wasn't until like I joined partners with my friend JD or Chaotic Chillers yeah. I knew at one of the events yeah. I realized like I get so much more done with a partner and like maybe it's not it's not that for everyone. Maybe some people work better by themselves. But having a partner, I think, is like increased my productivity so much. Game yeah, because when you have a partner, you have somebody to hold you accountable. Hundred percent. It's a massive difference. That's true. Do you guys think you could have a partner that's a lady? Mm-hmm. Like in running a business with? I'll go first. I, I feel this like is haram. <laughs> Send her to Saudi. <laughs> Let her repeat this shit. I feel, I'll be honest, bro. I feel like I can't. Like I had a job for a little while, and I was working with chicks. And all they were doing was complaining, bro. Like, they wouldn't get their way. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, well, this is, this is the world. And I don't think they're used to it, bro. I don't think they're used to not getting their way. And they're, but they're so much better at closing as well because they just, like, they make guys feel insecure so easily and then guys just want to buy everything. They're like, That's oh. exactly what we were talking about for the car wash. We wanted women to stand next to the car wash to attract the men. Uh. <laughs> people, people find it uh, wrong, but... I worked in real estate and that was one of the biggest things like we would lose customers well not lose customers but my boss would hire the men because he, he strongly believed that we were way better agents but um, it was the woman that got the leads like 100% yeah. like if, if, if a girl like well dressed smart intelligent girl um, comes into and you, let's say you own a house and you're wanting to sell it um, maybe, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you would give it to a man instead to sell your house for you. But they're very good at convincing you that, like, especially if they come in and they look intelligent and like an intelligent, good-looking woman, mm. very hard to say no to. True. And mm. then you're like, they they will somehow get you to let you sell their house for them. There was even a series on Netflix where like this one guy built his real estate agency around only hiring attractive women, mm. and that was his like that like if you wanted to be an agent for his agency, you had to be an attractive. There was a Netflix series about it, and they were selling like, like million dollar homes. Like it was that was quite interesting. Yeah, I can imagine. That's pretty crazy. There's another place called Homespun. I think it's the same. Oh yeah, place. you know that place. They only hire women, which is pretty fucking insane. Um, but but. No, uh, but then again, they're working for the man. But your question was, if you're working with someone there, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a different thing because then the woman has to make the decisions. Whereas for the um, the documentary you used, the Netflix series you used, the woman has to obey the man's uh, decisions in the company. Yeah, so it's very different. So to answer you, I w- I w- we would happily have a, a lady as like in a managerial position or admin position. But um, are you asking, would we have her as a partner, as in we split decision making? Like she sits at the table. Like so, if he was, so if I was the woman right now, like yeah. this, are you saying I don't know? No, but like, like in terms of, would she get a vote? Because I'm sure you guys have to both agree, right? So would mm. she also have to agree? I feel like there's some things women do that are better than us. I will be honest. Yeah, yeah. Sure, um, definitely. definitely um, like uh, admin or taking care of. Uh, I, personally, I can't do that at all. Me too. Um, yeah, also with um, customer service. Customer service for sure. If if they like. Because we, we've spoken to some of our friends and they've all been girls to help us out with some s- like sort of things, like especially just fulfilling orders, uh, helping pack and ship the orders because we were on take a lot as well and that was getting mm. a bit tedious to do. We would happily have a girl come on and do that and if she felt that, because we're not dealing with that, right? If there's something she felt should be different in that case, then I would say, yeah, I'll listen to you because you're the one doing it. Yeah, yeah bro, but that's the problem. What I've come to find is that it's not about what you like, it's about what you need, right? Mm. So, like, I know I need someone to hold me accountable, but it's that I don't necessarily want it. And Riga's the perfect person for that, bro, because this guy is, works like a fucking machine, and I know that's what I need. But I draw the line somewhere, bro. Like, I know women will only get me further in my business or whatever I'm trying to do, but it's just about me being able to bear them when I'm with them. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like, if someone else could just come in and do it for me, like, that'd be fine. But, like, I want to be engaging with my whole, whoever's working with, I'm working with, working for, and I want to be around, and I just can't do it with women. I'm sorry, bro, because... They just don't know how to take anything seriously. Like this one time I was going to I was going somewhere and I, I got into a lift and it was going up and this chick came in and I just knew but I was like, do not say a word, do not say a word. And I, I, I it's, it, went, it came out, I was like, rough day. 
And oh my God, bro, she did not <laughs> shut up. She was like, I want to move out of Cape Town. This is actually for losers. I'm like, geez, I, I just asked you if like you're having a right. And then they just go on. But like, I, they, I think they're under the impression that people care. Like, okay. It's, like, dude, that is so accurate though. I you're, know. You ever on a call with a chick and she just goes off and you like put the phone down and start doing something else? You just let her talk to herself. But bro, they under the impression that people care about what they're going through because half the people that they're talking to want to fuck them and the other half want to be friends with them and it's just a, mm. it's, a, it's a rough pill to swallow but it's the fucking truth you know and I just like once in a while I just want to scream at a bitch and be like I don't care I saw like, this thing dude it was like um, as guys we grow up and no one can deny this as guys, guys when we grow up in school um, people will tell you, like other guys will tell you the truth like if you came in real. and your shoes were not so good. I don't know if I can swear, but whatever. Then of course, they'll com- they'll come in and just kind of. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, okay, but yeah, they'll come in and just be like, "What are you wearing, dude? Those bro. those are, like," oh, and they'll tell you. you. <laughs> or if you if you like, were sweating at break, then I'll be like, "Bro, you stink!" Like what? Like and what you, the hell? And you know what the crazy thing is? Anybody can get the smoke. So in like a, a friendship group of chicks, the leader never gets the smoke, right? They yeah. always tiptoe. And guys, friendship groups, right? If you come in with a funky haircut, no matter what you are, right, yeah. people are gonna make fun yes. of you, bro. But now, but yeah. now, girls will always get told that they look pretty, whether they do or whether they don't. Yeah. You can you you can come into school and maybe this one girl will tell her friend like, ah, what is she wearing? And then, oh my boy, she looks so beautiful today. Like they're used to that, right? Yeah. So mm. we used to being clowned for stuff that we're not like we we used to honesty. So we hold ourselves like lower than what we are and girls hold themselves yeah. higher than what they actually are. So for that case, like, yeah, of course they feel like everyone cares what they yeah. think because all day everyone cares what they think. Have you noticed that there's like an entire economy built on lying to women and making women delusional? Because it, I was watching this um, series that Fetty recommended to me, Too Hard to Handle, and they bring in these... <laughs> Cap, he's lying, he's lying. <laughs> I have video proof. Yeah, I, I have video proof. But I was watching, I was watching the series and they bring in this female self-improvement coach for the woman. And she's just the whole time like, everybody needs to empower themselves and accept themselves and feel so great about themselves. Men's self-improvement's like, you're fat, lazy, <laughs> you're broke, <laughs> yeah. get, a, get a fucking job, yes. get fucking rich. That's how you, yes. that's how you get results. But w- with women, it's all about empowerment, telling them that they're better than they mm. actually are. So they are delusional to the point where they think that everything is about them because of that. Yeah, well, that's what changes mindsets, I guess. Like that's true. There's an argument for that, but there's a difference between delusion and manifesting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. perspective and stuff like that. Like you don't want to get too delusional to the point where you don't see reality and stuff like that. Um, like I always, like I, if, you have to, if you have to tell yourself you're attractive, in the mirror, then you're not attractive. Mm. If you have to keep saying to yourself, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, then you're not, bro. Yeah. And like, bro, like for, for, for me personally, like I don't know if you guys felt the same, like Andrew Tate, bro, like he changed my life. Cause like, it's not like when I discovered him, I was already like, I was already doing my own thing. I was already on my shit. But we all have those days where, you know, you wake up and you just get stuck in the, in the TikTok uh, scrolling mm. loop. Yeah. And for some weird reason, at some point, mine was just Andrew Tate. And he would just come at me constantly, baby. Yeah. Like, you brokey. You're not doing anything. And then, <laughs> like, at some point when I got annoyed by him, that's when I knew I needed to put my phone down and do something actually productive. Yeah. Right? So, like, even, no matter what level you get to, bro, I think you always constantly need that, that you suck element. Like, yeah. like, you're not doing enough. You're not doing well enough. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's his name? Iman Gatti, bro. I think he's worth, like, 78 million. Yeah. yeah. I and saw you. You're chilling with him. Bro. That t- was crazy. Top guy. Top guy. But he, he bro, I, I doubt he even enjoys his money, bro. Like, when I watch his content or when he speaks about stuff, he seems like he's always working, bro. And, like, he has a house in Dubai and he has a house here and he rents them out um, yeah, sometimes not even yet and he's renting these big ass Oh, houses. does he own those? He I doesn't he own. Was... He rents them. He rents oh, them. Oh, he... But, yeah. I don't know why. I think it's to keep him on his toes to know that he doesn't have this. And also, like, what did they say? You um, you lease you lease liabilities and buy assets. And maybe, okay, but a house is mm-hmm. an asset, though. But, like, maybe he just... House is an asset. Yeah, isn't it? Mm-mm. Not an asset. If it's generating your rent, then it's an asset. But mm-hmm. if you're spending money on anything, it's a liability. But my point is he can afford it. Yeah. He can afford to buy the houses, but he doesn't. And I think it's just to keep him on his toes constantly. Because yeah. the one thing I had a problem with him, bro, is that he hasn't lived long enough. You see, Andrew Tate, at least he's gone through all the phases of life. Yeah. Of being a man. That's what I appreciate. And, like, in mind, bro, he's 23. But his mentality, I love it. Because he even says, like, it doesn't matter what I have now. It matters what I have 10 years from now. And I'm like, bro, that's a crazy mindset to have. Because the first thing I would do if I got my hands on 70 mil is make sure I buy a house. Yeah, same. 100%. <laughs> Just make sure I'm secure. This guy is, is, is renting out his houses, bro. These fucking 
boosts the big mansion. Yeah, he's he's constantly spending. Bro, and he rents the one out in Cape Town and he's not even here. Mm. Like six months. Like, uh, yeah, he, he comes here like once a year. Bro, yeah. and he's just renting it out the whole time. And I think it's just to keep him on his toes to make sure he can constantly afford renting these places yeah. out. I, I, saw his, I saw he said, um, I, I've tried so hard to spend... I think it was five hundred thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. So it was like I tried, I tried so hard to spend fifty thousand dollars in a single month in South Africa, and I just can't do it. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. I saw that show, and then you check all the comments. It was like, yeah, guys calling him a puss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys calling him a puss. Like, oh, I, I also have people say, yeah, like I'll help you spend yeah. it. Like, yeah. Yeah. do you guys believe him though? Yeah, I think we could spend fifty thousand. Bro, I think he's not in the right place. I actually, right. I actually don't. I don't. I think he's right. I think if you if you take away like like stuff that you spend on like let's say a car and a house or whatever that doesn't really count. I'm talking about like if you just mm. come into just, just, just come into yeah, yeah one month you got like six seven hundred thousand rand to spend in one month, but that's obviously not a car. Like let's say I just give it to you now. You got one month to spend it. Like, but stuff that you would do every month, not like, you're yeah. not going to buy a car every month. No, but do you know what catches me off is that he says every restaurant he goes to, he tries to order the most expensive bottle of wine. Go to a wine farm and order the most expensive okay, bottle true, of wine. Okay, true, true, true. That's a different level. So he's mm. clearly is not into the culture. Like, bro, he hasn't discovered enough of, um, of, of South Africa in general. Exactly. I remember <laughs> I, was ch- I was sitting with him and this guy came and took a photo with him. And then he was like, bro, why don't you um, come to Durban? And he's like, oh, I'll come there. Then the minute the guy left, I told him, I'm like, bro, don't go to Durban. This is the best place you'll get it at, bro. This is the best place. It was like, yeah, this is like a mini Europe. Because Cape Town, it's got a lot of potential, bro. Did he go to Durban, or did he just stay here? He just goes, it's just yeah. Okay, um, he, he, there's a guy that works for him that's from Joburg and the guy from Joburg tells him the same thing he's like bro don't, don't fucking go I was there. wondering <laughs> tourists like when they like I'm gonna go on a holiday to South Africa like let's go visit Cape Town Joburg like do they include Joburg in it? I was just thinking that like, I think maybe the thought. Kruger but not like yeah, yeah, Kruger, Kruger definitely. Like the, the attractions, okay, maybe not no brainer. They probably but, did the research. Before. But I don't like that, like that whole Kruger vibe, bro. Because they, they, that's what they think the whole place is. So if you like Dan Brazil for some reason, right? Yeah. There's this um mansion in in um Seaport. I don't know where it's in Cape Town, but it's it's eighteen, hundred and eighty k dollars to rent per Jeez. day per day. That Ironman house. Oh, the Ironman house. The yeah, Iron yeah, Man yeah. House. I was about it. I was actually about to ask you. Dan I saw that. Thing. Dan was staying there, bro. And like someone, someone in his team posted a like because you you know he travels with like thirty girls. Yeah. Like posted a reel of like this. It was beautiful, bro. It was it looked top notch. Yeah. I've never seen a sunset so beautiful, bro. And like, he posted on his Instagram just him at the safari, bro. Like he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't post the good. And he's like when in Africa, and I'm like nigga, no fucking lie, yeah. bro. I saw you because he had a, he had an event here. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. Because um, uh, obviously when I was hosting events, I got added to all like the events groups like that are happening at Cape Town. I did see it. I remember that. Yeah. So then one of them was like. Uh, Dan Bozerian's having an event and I think it was like, was like yeah the entry no I think I think it was like 30k for which for five people to be like yeah yeah it was something like 30,000 rand entry just to see him but yeah. would you like be chilling in his perimeter and stuff yeah you get to meet him I think oh yeah you get no so uh, there was different tiers so one of the yeah. tiers you get to meet him the other one is that you get to be so or I don't know if it was served or just get to hang with the models the Dan Bozerian like that was what you were mainly going for the Dan Bozerian models oh bro I'd rather mm. want to talk to him than the model yeah honestly but like I a typical man would probably go for the, the woman yeah, yeah. bro but like to pay 30k just to chill with models that are gonna get fucked by that. Nah. Well, what's your guys' thoughts on, on him? Because I know that no one really knows exactly how he made his money. I don't know what you like, what do you Bro, do? I respect him, bro, because like you must just live life. You mustn't overthink stuff. You but know what, what if mean? he was given, because I know there's also, it was like his family, not him. Yeah. So would you still respect him if he was given the money? Um, I respect him for pulling off the finesse. Because there was clearly some finesse there. Mm-hmm. So he told his dad, he told his dad, um, dad, I just bought a private jet. And his dad said to him, congratulations, I had four by your age. So clearly there's, some, there's something in his head that's like, um, it's a chip on his shoulder, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I don't respect him in terms of, he's a liar. So there's this thing called Navy SEAL training. Yeah. And only like four people have completed it. Like David Goggins is one of them. And Dan claims to have completed it, but he broke his legs towards the end. But listen to this, bro. You have to work out from Monday to Sunday, no sleep, every day, all day, for seven days straight. Like, I can work out for as long as I can, but the non-sleeping part, yeah. that is I fucked. believe that, that, uh, that Goggins did, did it. Of course, Goggins, but uh, Dan. Yeah, yeah. But why is he lying so much? And he lies about everything. You should hear, like, when you, he lies about the fights he's been in, the guns, he's, he's like, he went to Iraq, he got his legs popped off, his knees popped off, and I'm like, bro, you're living a good life. Yeah, bro. and his company is also not profiting here. Do you think he's making these tickets such a high price because he has no money? That's a, but then... No, he's got money. That's what they said about Robert Kawasaki. Because apparently he was making most of his money from the seminars he did from it for his book. So um, it depends what you think about Robert Kawasaki. But like, I don't think Dan's broke, dog. 
Because no, I don't think so. I think I think um, Ignite could easily be the biggest company in the world. I remember at some point they were getting more engagement than Nike and Adidas on Instagram for a good reason. Because yeah. you see the, the the things he posts, right? It's like yeah. it's good, it's a good life, and they get they, they rack up a lot of engagement. And the thing is, some of the models he lives with, at least like ten of them have like over two million followers. Yeah, so you can't you can't be broke. You, if like literally just from the content, like if the girls are posting and then getting paid for sponsorships, he'll probably take a cut of that. Like. But I feel like mm. he's not pushing hard enough. Like he's like chilling. He's, he's chilling. just chilling. He's chilling and he's traveling, bro. But then again, does he have to push hard enough? Do you think if he's living this life? No, but is he's, any further? To I, I believe he's broke. I believe he's in debt. Mm. But as Robert Kosaki said, debt is good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> debt is good. You must just finesse the system. I, I say I still trust people that are rich, like because you know there's a thing like I don't want to take advice from you. Like let's say. Uh, adult gives you advice you're like I don't want to take advice from you because you're not a millionaire you know where I want to be yeah. but then you'll take advice from someone who is a millionaire because they like obviously know how to get there even if it was luck yeah. my point is even though let's say Dan get, did get given his money I would still listen to him more than I would someone who earns a hundred thousand rand because he's like knows what it's like he to live rich he, the yeah, he's got the, he knows what it's like you know what it is with Dan is that I've, I've caught him on lies too many times yeah, so true. for me to take anything seriously that's why I like Andrew Tate so much bro because that guy gives it how it is uh, I do like it too I, I will admit I didn't like him in the beginning I was on the thing because I was like like stuff he said bro he was being fucked up I won't lie yeah but the stuff he said was like like it's just, why, like even if you th- like, why would you say something like that? Like yeah. that's just dumb. Yeah. But then, but then he, he turned he turned it around, and I was like, oh, yeah. I, I, I agree with pretty much everything. Yeah, he it starts to make sense after a while. Then yeah, you it get really into does. it. It does. I have so many people, bro, that were telling me I'm crazy the way I, I, I do things with chicks and stuff like that. And then when, when they get cheated on, they come back to me. They're like, bro, you were right. I'm like, I told you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I told you this was this was fucking inevitable, bro. That's another thing I don't like about Iman, bro. He's very he's very um, well publicly trained. Like he knows how to speak. Like for everybody to relate to what he's saying or like not hate him for it, but like I, that, there's no truth in that, bro. I respect it a lot. Like he's taught me a lot about the world and how to finesse. Cause um, I don't know if you guys have seen The Sopranos. It's like a mafia movie, bro. Now um, think about it. You definitely have. Um, I, if if you saw it, you'd, you'd know what I'm talking about. But one of the guys, the main guy, was like a post rich mafia guy. So whenever they ask him what he does for for a living, it's like I'm in the waste management business. And like obviously that's just the front, right? Mm-hmm. Now I, I ask him, man, I'm like, what do you do, bro? And he's like, oh, waste management business. And this is my theory, right? I told Regan this is my theory because Iman looks like like bro, you know, Walt has a certain aura and a certain walk and a certain way you be like he just has it, bro. It doesn't look like someone who came from the from the, like entertainment. You can tell he was a brokey. Like the yeah, way he behaves, yeah, yeah. bro, he's a hooligan. Like Iman's different, bro. He's like super like sophisticated and shit. And right. you don't you don't you don't just like turn that shit on. It's like you 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 live it. You know what I mean? And he's so young. Yeah. And my, my thing is like his dad was probably in the mafia. That's what I'm thinking. And then his dad only said he could get his money at a certain age and he died. And then that's how Iman like he was getting this money at 21 and then so he started the hustle earlier to make it see like you to, to, oh, okay. to make it seem but the thing is life is sales so a good story puts every puts the cherry on the cake yeah. so if you see the story of this guy starting from the bottom no matter what happens at 22 if the money is given to him you can't prove it yeah he's been grinding since 15 yeah so that's what i think happened but but again i wouldn't say it to his face because that's disrespectful i wouldn't talk to him about yeah. his dad like that in his face but that's what i've like but he's he's a, he's a rich boy bro like yeah. you can just tell and with Andrew Tate you can tell that guy is like he's not he's not he's not meant to be there yeah. he's meant to be fighting in some cage somewhere yeah. Yeah. in Kazakhstan or some shit you know what's interesting about Iman I saw on his status the other day so you can message him message him message him he won't say fuck all give him endless praise the other day he posted somebody on his status who yeah who said he was talking bullshit about the money that he's giving away immediately replied to him immediately went to try and prove him wrong and sending screenshots of proof and shit, mm. put it on his status and criticizing the guy. Why the fuck is he so insecure about that? Yeah. Like it wants makes to me wonder. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I like focusing on the positives, bro. Like with Dan as well. They're both liars, but like they, they got some uh, inspiration you can draw out from there. Do you Definitely. know what I mean? Some things that could keep you going and pushing. But Iman more, bro. Iman more. He, I, think he, I think he really knows what he's doing, eh? Like, yeah. I mean, it, 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 well, like I said, whether he's given the money or not, he, now he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he has like... He's no, got some good... But what do you think? Like, Doc, the story is too good to be true. He retired his mom at 22, bro. Yeah, Who the fuck does that? Yeah. That's some G shit right there. Yeah, and by yourself? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll be honest. I never... I never... Um, I never believe. Uh, like, the first video I saw of him, I immediately told myself, I don't like this guy. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> because, um, like, all his videos are like, how to do this. And then... But the videos I'm used to watching is like actually how to do it, like literally click by click. Like, mm-hmm. and then his his was just literally motivational or not motivation, but like kind of explaining it. But the way he explained it just 
I don't know, didn't sit right with me. Like, I, it was a little too cocky and more like, look how much money I have, look what I've done. Yeah. Um, like, yeah you but, must, but you have to be like that sometimes. Yeah, I, I get it, but um, I know how great you are. That's why I'm here. True. So tell me, so yeah, tell me how yeah, I can do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I already yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. That's another thing I wanted to get on, bro. Like, um, to everybody else, is like, if you have a rich friend, bro, or like Floyd Mayweather had said this, he's like, bro, like sometimes when I hang out with my rich friends and they're putting me on their yards on their, in their houses, I'm like, this is a nice house, but I need one of my own. This is a nice yard, but I need one of my own. And people are too afraid to say stuff like that. But I'm like, if your rich friends are keeping you around and they're not showing you how they got what they got, they're keeping you around for an ego boost. Yeah. That's all they're doing, bro. They're just keeping you around for an ego boost. So if you're not showing me, then there's no point of having them, bro. Your network yeah. is your net worth, but yeah. you have to use it right. Sure. And that's what I wanted to say is like, um, um, what was I going to say? Fuck. Like, I was going to thank you guys for the opportunity with Beslo and letting me uh, use you guys. Because, um, yeah. uh, what was I going to say? A, a lot of people, as a lot of men, a lot of guys, you see competition instead of working together. Oh, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? No, you, you, you posted that story, and I was like, oh, like, is that us? That, like, that was cool. Yeah. And then you were like, um, shout outs to us for showing you the trials and tribulations. And I was like, I, I told Byron. Yeah, you messaged me I, straight away. I was no. like, dude, like, we got to get on that podcast. But you guys have been pushing. I, even yeah, I, saw, I saw that Take A Lot thing, that Take A Lot uh, Philly thing as well, like uh, a while back. But uh, you guys are on the next thing now? Or what? So, uh, yeah, uh, um, so with Take A Lot, when we mentioned earlier, when our wholesaler closed down, that was actually making us the most money. But then um, we got banned from Take A Lot. Um, Why? <laughs> it's a long story. So we were selling board games, like 30 seconds, um, what other games? Buzz. Well, like any, any, any board, board game, game you can think, think of. of. But then we were selling it cheaper than the own company itself. So we were selling it for cheaper than 30 seconds because we were buying in bulk and we were getting it from a wholesaler. And 30 seconds and all those games and those companies, they didn't like it. Mm. So they probably contacted Takelot and said, hey, listen, these games are probably counterfeit. So we got banned straight away. Well, they, they first said, can we please show that we have the that our supplier is a legit retailer for these companies. So the board games are, are normal. There's nothing wrong with the board games. But the wholesaler we used didn't get permission from... Because 30 Seconds is its own brand, right? Mm -hmm. So 30 Seconds would have to give our wholesaler permission, permission yeah. to sell the board games. So they didn't. I don't know how they sourced the board games. It is a Chinese place. They, they shipped the product from China and then put it in this massive warehouse and then we can shop there. Mm. So we were selling the board games couple of my friends bought nothing wrong with them like it's legit board games but the supplier isn't an official retailer for these companies so then take a lot basically came to us and said because we were making <laughs> so much of board games like our our yeah actually let me not get sell the property but we um then they said they came back to us and said like where can we see a like your slip so that and your proof that your wholesaler yeah. is a retailer for these companies so we sent them our invoice like our slip or whatever and they're like, nowhere there does it state that they have permission to sell your board games. So we have reason to believe that these are counterfeit and we are suspending your account as of immediate effect. Oh, we were like, ah, oh, that's damn. crazy, bro. But respect for you guys for flipping it over again and again. But, um, oh, flip. What was I going to say? Fuck, I had it at the tip of my tongue, bro. I hate it when this happens. Oh, we were talking about the coming here because you told us, you said. Oh, yeah. This is, this is why I was so in inspired by you guys. And I want to tell everybody else this, bro is that you must understand with the people that you know and everybody around you, it's like people don't like to look into the future and, and plan ahead. And that's fine, but let me tell you something. People around you are going to make it, dog, and they're going to do big things, and you don't want to fall behind. Yeah. Mm. And the thing is, I like being around guys like you because when I look at you guys working, there's no doubt in my mind that you guys are going to make it, which makes me... Like, I just can't fall behind. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because the I only the person that can sabotage us at this point is me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Same thing with you guys, bro. Like, th there's certain people that you see them trying, and I like I pat them on the back. Okay, so for, for example, this, this chick, for example, right? Like, you can just I I already know when someone tells me something if it's gonna be successful or not. I don't yeah. know. I just trust my instinct. I trust my gut. And this chick was telling me she got this really good job. She's getting paid really well. And then um, I was asking her. I was like, congratulations. I was happy for her and stuff like that. And I was like, um, should we celebrate maybe this weekend? And she's like, um, she's like, actually, I'm, I'm I'm working all weekend and I'm just gonna take my time to recuperate and keep working. And then she's like, I want to buy a car by December. And then immediately when she said that, for some weird reason in my head, I was like, this is not gonna happen. Yeah. Because she's just biting more than she can chew, bro. Yeah. Like, and you can tell like when someone is not planning accordingly when they're just like trying to go. And the thing is, you, you, need, to, you need to balance it out. Like even when I want to do something, I know once in a while I'm going to smoke me a fat joint and just <laughs> chill the fuck out, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But like with people who are just so obsessed over it, I'm like, bro, you're going to fumble this bag. Yeah, we do it every day. Like, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Uh, you're going to fumble this bag. And like... Guilty. 
No, but like it's different. No, but it's different. That is different. If you like the, the fact that you're here right now, like you can do that. Like Conor McGregor, he can smoke as much weed as he wants. Like he's working and he's doing. Um, Andrew Tate, he can do whatever he wants. But if you're doing absolutely nothing but smoking all day yeah, and yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. like, yeah, I'm just gonna get. Out. No, if you're you still you working, you can do what you want. Yeah, you misunderstood me. I'm saying I don't. I don't take a break. I'm working uh, all the time. Oh, oh, I thought just okay, yeah. Well, I, but no, but no. regardless, I still feel strongly about that. Like I don't care if you're a stoner, but like. As long as do, but I, I do judge, and I'll openly say this: I judge you if you literally smoke weed, and then and that's all you do. That is all yeah, you do, yeah. and even if you have a job, that's just a. I'm gonna offend so mm. many people because I know so many people who do this. They just yeah. like they go to their job, or they do whatever they need to do, but like not much effort, and then they go home, yeah. and then they're like so excited, and then they just smoke. Yeah. But I don't care if you smoke; it's just if you, that's all you do. Like yeah, that's that's. I wouldn't say it's my downfall because I keep the right company around me, but I I also do what you say. But like obviously seeing you boys work also gets me on my shit. Like it's so difficult, bro, to to to, to tell myself not to smoke. Like yeah. it's so difficult. But like sometimes I know I need to do it, Brian, for a long period of time. Like Iman was saying, dog, like he was giving advice to people and telling them, wake up in the morning, don't look at your phone, um, uh, do your morning routine, do this, 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 do that. And he was saying, obviously nowadays I can't do that because I have a business. So the first thing I do when I wake up is go on my phone. Yeah. But yeah. for a long period of time, this was my life. And people don't understand how long. I'm not, I, when I say keeping it together, it makes it sound like I fell off the wagon, but people don't understand how long I've been keeping it together. And it's some, when you start a business, dog, I'm sure you don't have the luxury of morning routines. You just get first up and you grind. Is, first thing yeah. I do is take my You know what I mean? Computer. And you get up, get your coffee, computer. The worst thing is at night, like, I used to just watch Netflix like in, in high school, right? Like, yeah. I'd get home and watch Netflix. Now, if I go um, to bed and I take on my Mac, and then I see the Netflix, YouTube, Beasler, like, because I have my thing there. Mm. I'm like, I feel so guilty. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. and then, but even if I'm doing that, Byron and I, we, I don't think we start messaging. Well, I think as we wake up, the first message is, when are we meeting? What <laughs> yeah. time? Actually, we spoke about the other day. We've been working every day for seven months, and there was the first day of the whole year where we actually didn't know what to do. We were, and we were both like, well, what do we do we're now? Like, we've done everything. We've set up the website. It was still a productive day. We got, we, we met, we got um, a booked a meeting with Century City Fives to set up a car wash in their place and then um, yeah. another place in Milkboards Country Club. And so we, we had emailed all of them and then we were just waiting for them. Some of them got back and then we responded. But then other than that... We didn't know what to do. We were actually like, yeah, this is weird. How do you guys manage to... Because Rian also works a lot, but like, how do you manage the, the balance thing? Like yeah. I make sh- like once I get my morning routines done here and there, but sometimes I can't. But sometimes I have to wake up and do what I need to get done. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, it's like I feel like it's a luxury, dog. I feel like it's a privilege. Morning yeah. routines, like yeah, like I f- and uh, the way you guys work and the way you guys have flipped so many things. Like I, I can't. I can only imagine the grind you've had to put in. Yeah. So like, how how high do you prioritize physical health? For example, like we do give ourselves a break. I mean, we probably work six days a week, and then we have like one off day where we spend time with friends or family, um, and that's kind of our break. Yeah, weekends, weekends uh, with my girlfriend. Like I'll just openly say, it, the whole weekend, yeah. like every weekend. But you still message me. With yeah, I still do. Oh, like yeah, we still sometimes do our own thing. But I'm with her, and then during the week I'm with Byron. But physical health, I fully agree with. I'm a, I was obsessed with like the gym and what I ate, and like I never tracked calories, but I made sure that I had like. Uh, like oats with um, cinnamon like for breakfast with like eggs and then like uh, the brown rice like I was very strict with myself on meals so I know that how important it is but I've definitely calmed down a lot since then because now I do this I try every morning um, my mom's a dance teacher and we have a studio on our in our property so I try every morning because I've set up my gym there I try every morning to gym before I start working but truth is uh, I struggle with that I don't have a morning routine I, I wake up I eat breakfast, and then I open my computer. That, that's pretty much it. Mm. Does, does that bring you fulfillment? That's a hectic question. Um, yeah. I, I can't, if I'm not doing anything, then no. Yeah. But if I'm not gymming, then I must be working. If I'm not working, and I don't have anything to do on my computer, then I have to go gym. Like, I, I can't, I, I won't wake up and sit. Like, that can't happen. I also, mm. I, I do, I'm a tennis coach as well, so I'm driving and, like, coaching but that only starts a little bit later. Or sometimes I have lessons in the morning at like seven, then I'll go do those, come back. Yeah. But then that's when my day starts. Then I'll still either gym or open my computer. Yeah. Do you find that if you're sitting down and doing nothing for a extended period of time, it like irritates you? Yeah. So much. Dude. It's almost like you have a routine of this business, yeah. you gym, and then you do so it. Much. That's why weed is perfect, boys. Because, bro, things like this will, will make you lose your mind. 
Like, especially, like, flipping businesses so often, bro. What if this one doesn't... I've done five. You know what I mean? And it, all the people messaging, like, what happened to this? Now you're doing this? Bro, doing and that? they think like, they know it's... They think it's so easy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Sometimes, like, bro, I just chill the fuck out, bro. Just do my thing. I mean, I do do that, but it can't be at one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Mm. At the night, is a different story. And as soon as I just woke up, I'll give myself a break. Like, I did just wake up. Like, oh, as long as I'm late to fetch him. Sorry, dude. I, yeah. Honestly, I just slept in. Like, yeah. but... Do you, um, do you find it difficult to maintain a relationship with what you're doing? Like, relationship with my girlfriend or? Your girlfriend, yeah. Um, no, not at all. Does she, she understand she, and stuff? Yeah, That's dude, mad impressive, dude. dude the, yeah. I, I, Some people are lucky, right? No, <laughs> honestly. Some of us, you, some of us are cursed, right? I'll honestly say this. Like, I, everything is so, like, she lets me do whatever. When I say that, I don't mean, like, like we don't party without each other. But, okay. um, like, she's super supportive of my work and what I do. And then I tell her about it. Like, if I do something new, I'll send her a picture of it. She'll say, oh, that's cool. Like, so we'll, she fully understands everything I do and supports me. And then I do the same thing with her. She's got her own thing going. She's making clothes, like designing clothes. She's like very artistic, she, like extremely good artworks and stuff. So then I'll give her praise for that. And then, yeah, we, we chill on the weekends. And then during the week, we both, we hardly speak in the week. We'll WhatsApp every now and then. But she does her thing. I do my thing. Have you had any bad experiences in relationships? Like, oh, in the past? Yeah. 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 Big time. That, that, that's why, like, I'm sh like, I know it sounds like I'm simple here, but it's genuinely like I've had like terrible experiences and I like honestly hated girls. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I, I feel like them. people who haven't had terrible experiences haven't lived life, bro. It's hard for me to relate to people who haven't had that. So when I see couples and they're all happy, doozy, doozy, I'm like, I'm happy for you, yeah. but I just hope you're not because relationships is like it's like a drug by that love feeling. Yeah. And unfortunately, it takes you to cloud nine and clouds and woozy, woozy. So I need someone who's back down to reality that understands like, you know, it's, it's like what you have is rare. Because, I, I, yeah, dude, like, I, I've been through the worst where I thought everything was perfect, and then... Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah, like, everything's going well. Like, um, I thought that, like, yeah, yeah, it some crazy, like, oh, I love her, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, like, all this bad stuff happens, and then it's like, I can't believe I ever let myself get that attached. Then I'm like, I'll never do that again. Um, but the relationship, looking back on it, like, it was actually so toxic when I think back on it. So I'll make sure I'm never in that situation again. And I myself was terrible. I was like, I would like let her do things, let her say things that I didn't like or double standards 100%. Mm. Now with my girlfriend now, if there's something I don't like, like I'll straight up say it like, nah, that's double standards. Like I'm not cool with that. Yeah. And she'll- Like you've learned from it. Yeah, yeah. And we, we'll, we'll be honest with each other. If she doesn't like something I do, she'll come at me for it. And if I disagree, I'll say like, I genuinely don't think I did anything wrong there. Like, or I'll say, okay, I get your point. Fine, we can settle, we can agree on that. But with my past relationship, she could have said or did whatever she wanted to. So I've grown from that. Yeah, that's good. So I have been in, I'm not delusional now. I was definitely in the past. What yeah. advice would you give uh, Regan? Because he's struggling to find a wifey. Yeah. Uh, I was in a three year relationship actually. And going back to what Yo, what? Yeah. Hectic. This is haram. Send her to Saudi. Let her repeat this shit. Yeah. Um, uh, right Nervous. now, my girlfriend that I currently have, uh, we've only been dating for about two months. She lives in Neisner. So the. Business, Whoa. like, yeah. Long distance. She's yeah. also so cool, though. Yeah, she's, she's really nice. Um, but the thing is, like, he sees his girl on the, on the weekends, but I see her, like, every once a month or every two months. So I have time to myself, you know? But um, I was in a three-year relationship, and going back to what you said, where you, these people post on social media of how well they're doing, but in the back, they're not as healthy as they seem. Mm. Um, we were posting all the time uh, of how well we were doing, but in the back, we were arguing almost every day. It was so toxic. So... Uh, don't rush it. Make sure that you find the one, but she might not be the one that you think. So um, if she's, uh, we're, it's like a honeymoon phase. So mm. you guys do well for three months and then after three months you start fighting, then there's a problem. You guys have to last yeah. a few months to make sure that you are gonna last. Do you think it's better for us to just catch you or do you think do you sabotage it when you're looking for it? No, you don't find it in the club, that's for sure. So that's I say sabotage <laughs> when looking for it. You're right, but like, I, where do I even look though? Because obviously I'm not gonna go to the club. I say you don't, like genuinely. Uh, yeah. I know it sounds bad, but like the best, the best thing is to not worry about girls. I've yeah. been trying to do that, mm. bro. But like, I can't lie to myself. Yeah. Especially like I have this strong sexual attraction thing. Yeah. And it makes me feel like I love a bitch when I don't. Who doesn't yeah. have that attraction? Yeah. Man, you know? But which makes me feel like I'm immature though. Mm. Like, cause it's all. It's, I'm not gonna lie. It's like lust. Like ninety percent of my affection is sex. Like, cause, cause my love language is touch. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to touch my bitch the whole time. Exactly. They, they always go like, um, it makes me feel cheap. And I'm like, bro, what do you think? Do you think I'm like, 
you think do you think my standards are that low mm-hmm. like oh, like i don't just touch anything i think if you get a girlfriend then you guys will be solid because what this ha- is haram <laughs> send her to saudi let her repeat this shit let me explain let me explain i i think if you want a girlfriend so badly and you find a very attractive girl that's into you and you don't really like you wouldn't be friends with her if she wasn't hot like you like you, you just really like her right yeah. just but mostly physical but pretty much all physical and then like you said then you'll do things or say things that irritate her and you'll be like what the fuck's your issue like what the hell but i think if you find a girlfriend what will happen is you'll do the exact same thing whereas you won't like change yourself because that's what happens you change yourself because you really want this girl and then three months later you're like okay I'm bored of acting so much I'm gonna be me and Mm. you and her actually don't get along like realistically yeah fuck bro that's so true I feel like you'll be yourself right so you'll say the things that you think from the get go and she'll either leave which is a good thing or she'll stay which is also a good thing but if she stays then you never have to to change. That's you, always, that's always been the, the, the philosophy and the mentality. But um, I wanted to ask Brian, because um, obviously Chad's been cut for longer than you. Yeah. When my friends get cuffed, bro, it's, it's a catastrophe. I, I hate it. They, they, they're just always with their chicks and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, I'm with my girl, I'm with my girl. I'm like, bro, go pay a fucking ball. So did you have yeah. that experience? No, I think uh, I wasn't, like, jealous in a way, but I gave him time to his girlfriend. I even told him, like, on weekends, we don't have to do business for, like, this day or certain times. I let him go to his girlfriend. I'll do the business, like... That's how business works. So on the weekend, I'll do some of the work. And then the next weekend, when he doesn't see Jody, if she's away, then he'll do the work. Is it easier now that she cuffed as well? Um, yeah, but then again, she's in neither. So I won't okay, see her true. anyways. Yeah. True, true. It's not easy for me. He left for like... Yeah, I went to go visit her for quite a while. And he... <laughs> uh, but we made this guy work. didn't answer my message. Bro, you see what I mean, bro? I've I'm, I'm seeing red, bro. I'm like, this guy, we have a business together, bro. <laughs> business <laughs> first. You on Sundays. Yeah, over Sundays, I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I lost all my friends with my, my ex, like... How long with your ex? Uh, 11 months. Okay. Shabby, yeah. But um, it was downhill from like but six, uh, five months. But you probably let them go, didn't you? Yeah, well, like, so she wasn't keen to go out or anything like that. Like, she was very stay-at-home, like, um, and, like, let's say, I remember very specifically, one of my friends was an artist and he was performing. And we were close and he was like, am I going to come watch him perform? So I was like, of course, how could I not? And then I told her, like, do you want to come? She's like, no. And I was like, like, can I go? And she was like, uh, she was not cool with that. She was like, so you're just going to go out and party and leave me, like, here or whatever? And I was like, no. And I didn't go watch his performance. I stayed with her. Um, I, I know you're cringing uh, right now. But I'm, I'm cringing too. Like, that would never happen to me again. But um, that's, I'm, that's I'm the state I was in. Right? That's the state I was in. And then, yeah, she wasn't keen to go out. All my friends would go out partying. And I'm, a, well, at least I was, like, a proper party animal. Didn't go partying for like a solid... That, those 11 months, didn't go out, didn't party, and yeah, hardly saw my you friends. You it's stuff like that that I can't do. I can't see myself asking a chick, can I please do this? Yeah. Like, I just... I don't see it happening, but I understand it's a respect thing, right? Because yeah. you expect her to do the same thing, but bro, I, I think um, men and women are different. What I say, <laughs> <laughs> you stay, I go, you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's tricky for me because girls don't trust me from the get-go. And like sometimes I'll be like genuine with the chick and then she'll be like, I don't trust anything you say. And I'm like, well, that's up to you, isn't yeah. it? Do you, that think is tough, yeah. do you think that's because you created a name for yourself or that's how they perceive Oh, definitely. Bro. <laughs> of course, bro. When, <laughs> of course. When someone says to me, I've heard of you, I already know this is not good. Like when I try and pull a chin, she's like, I know who you are. I just, I just leave her, bro. Because I'm like, there's nothing <laughs> good that came out of that. There's, there's nothing good. Um, but I do enjoy it, bro, because another thing I keep telling guys is, like, when a chick really despises you, I guess, when she's like, I hate you, and, like, she blocks you and stuff like that, but then when she sees you, or, like, when she still comes to see you after all that stuff, that really shows how much she likes you, bro. Like, you do it, my one friend got cheated on, I'm like, bro, you do it the right way. You take a chick, you treat her properly, you don't cheat on her, and they leave you, bro. I fucked them up for life. and like, like after, after they, they come like, to you. But, and also I see that, though. Like, but like, also like, another thing, bro, have you noticed, you never see a chick somewhere complaining and talking about her boyfriend that he treated her nicely but it's always talking about the toxic boys exactly. oh he did this oh he did this yeah. bro and i'm just like you clearly still in love with him you're saying you hate him but yeah. i can tell bro you're still into him and i'm just like I can't, I can't do that and another thing bro is every time so i have a lot of friends who are in relationships and i i really i truly nurture that part of my life because i don't have it so i, I like make sure to to consciously like to balance it out to be supportive right yeah because of the way i am um, but a lot of them, when they tell me stories, but there's just so much cuck they have to deal with in the beginning. Yeah. Like, mm. this one guy was telling me, his chick, he called his chick linking with her ex. And I'm like, how are you even still with it? Like, nah. she's beautiful, they have a beautiful relationship. 
And I'm like, bro, that's a no, that's a, that's a no go to me. Yeah. I'll never speak to her again afterwards. You exactly. know what I mean? Haram! Haram, bro. Haram. <laughs> but there's just so much shit you have to deal with, bro. And like, even the best chicks, the, the nicest chicks I know, like, I, it, it, it disappoints me that I'm able to manipulate them so easily. So this one chick, <laughs> this one chick, bro, I know she has like a, she, she's starting to be a psychologist and she hates me. But I knew if I asked her something about my mental, I, I was like, I was like, I was like, so I was like, I need you. <laughs> she sent me three paragraphs, blocked me, then came back and she's like, what do you need from me? I'm like, bro, it's too easy, bro, it's too easy. And I'm like, like, be better. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, be better, like, be for fucking for real because, like, you can't help me. Yeah. Let's be honest, you, you think you can, but you can, and I don't but that's need a, you. It's a turn off, because I also had a girl, it is. I had a girl that, um, that I was dating um, in school, and then I, it was a bad breakup, like, from my side, though, I broke up with her, and then she hated me. Um, I was a bit of a dick, I won't lie, but then I didn't speak to her at all for the rest of school. Then a year out of school, don't even know what she's doing, who she is. And then I see her at a party. You know, she's watching this, I'm sorry. But then I see her at a party the next, like, the, like two years out of school. And like, it's awkward because we last time we spoke was me breaking up with her and being a little bit of a dick. Yeah. Mm. So then I was like, okay, this is a bit toxic, but I was like, I'm going to try my luck again. Mm. Like, and then it worked. And then after that, I was also like... Um, she like just because she took me back so quickly i was like and then she would like really like me after that then i was like okay that's a little bit of a turn off genuinely like mm. after that like i wouldn't expect you to take me back so quickly yeah. like i know it's been two years but it was just also it was just if it's too easy sometimes it's not like the thrill of the chase the thrill yeah. of the chase yeah for real it's also i, I saw this, i don't know was i speaking to you about it like uh, now i speak to my friend ryan he was talking about like um the pride like a, a pretty girl that gives you just enough attention but not enough is like a prize. Like you get her and it's like, I'm like really like I, I got her. But if if it's a girl that like most of your friends have already got with, it's not like that much. It's not like like you don't want her that much. Like yeah. you'll, you, you'll try your luck with her, but then afterwards, whether she says yes or no doesn't matter. Because you, know what, you know what the thing is with me? Like I'm not going to lie. I treat everyone the same. Like uh, I treat girls. I, t I have the same game, especially with texting, bro. Yeah. So like... I get I get bored of texting because um, of the rules. Like everybody knows the rules, bro. Like one message, like just <laughs> no like double text. no double text. <laughs> but I'm so old now, bro. I just do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing is, I do it with all the chicks, and it's interesting. And I swear, at this point, I'm probably doing it just like as a social experiment to just see how they react. Yeah. And always the hotter girls, bro, are just. Um, it drives them away. Like, have you ever had a bad bitch wanting you first and then you fumble her? Like, I get that all the time, bro, because I yeah. just text them however the fuck I want to text them. And there's actually rules and regulations of how you text a pretty girl, bro. Yeah, <laughs> rules and regulations. There is, bro. There's too you many, be, bro. There's too many. too many. There's too many. And, like, I just don't care anymore, bro. I'm so old, bro, and I'm focused on other things. And I'm just yeah. like, we're just going to waste our times and just become strangers after this. Do you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? He's, he's good at that. If you, like... Because, like, my girlfriend shows me her DMs and they, they're ridiculous. Like, they cringe. Like, these guys Do you ever ask her to see them? No, no, no. Because no. I would. No, like, sometimes, sometimes I'm like... Uh, like, we make fun of them together, technically. Like, yeah, uh, that's, that's yeah, she'll be like... Um, I'll be like, she'll open her Insta and then I'll see, like, 14 DMs or something. And I'll be like, 14, what the hell? It's always then, funny when you see bro. someone you know, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I haven't bro. seen that. That, was, that will be bad. If I see one of my friends, I'll be like, yo. But then I'll, I'll I'm so like, glad I haven't been in there. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, if you do, like... <laughs> no, I won't, no, I won't. No. I'll just, I'll up. That's pretty much it. I'll oh. just be like, oh, I was on a podcast with this guy. <laughs> and then I'll talk nice about you, too. I'll be like, this guy's actually a legend. He's like, check him out. Like, and then, I don't no, know. but I had a similar experience with a, a guy. I was messaging his chick, and then they sent me a picture together. And then I was like, I was like, you guys are actually really cute. And then he was like, thank you. And then I kept messaging her and we were Snapchatting and stuff like that. And then at some point he lost his shit, bro. Like he just started like sending me middle fingers and telling me fuck off and shit. Oh, and I'm like, bro, but sh she's, she's talking to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, bro, I'm not here for you. I'm here for your girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, because he was fine with it in the beginning. And I don't see it. Like he wasn't threatened. And for a good reason, this chick is really into him. But this is what is interesting because she was giving, you know the streaks? Yeah. She was sending me one every single day. Yeah. yeah. And it gets to the point where I wasn't opening them sometimes and she would still send them to me, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, she clearly wants my attention for some reason. And I remember seeing out at, I'm like, yo, I hope she's not watching. Like, at Claremont. <laughs> and she was with her boyfriend. And literally she sees me and she runs to get him. 
and this is where I'm, I'm sitting there, right? And she takes him and she puts him like he's back towards me and she kisses him with her eyes wide open while looking at me, bro. Oh, jeez. That's a mind fuck, eh? Yeah. And she's so hot, dude. I'm just like, and she's been with this guy for so long. And I'm just like, what are you saying? And I, I told, you, oh, that's your goal, yeah, yeah. Bro, and I told her, I was like, bro, when you get tired of your man, give me a call. And then she still tries to act hard. She's like, oh, that will never happen. I was like, give me a oh, call. Oh, so she was kind of just going for the chase then in a way, like... But that's the thing. Women like the chase more than we, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't get mad at you. I will get mad at um, her. Because I told her as well, like... Because she doesn't answer them. Um, and if she does, I'm not going to be like, yo, who's this guy? I'm going to be like, I don't care who he is. Why are why, why you? Because yeah. the thing is, uh, we also have an agreement. I don't know how people feel about this, but it's our agreement, so it's fine. But it's... Um, she can't accept drinks from other guys. And I'm, obviously, I can't buy other girls' drinks. But... but like the thing, I hope, is, I hope you're not doing that anyway. Yeah, no, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I was gonna say that part's quite obvious because yeah. then that's me actively going out and offering girls drinks. But for her, like she gets offered a million free drinks a night. So she used to um, give me the drink or like we would share the drink and then she would take it and go straight to me. But then also that's a bit disrespectful to the guy, I would say, because genuinely, you know, oh, fuck buying, those guys, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck, those guys. <laughs> fuck those guys. But if they don't know me, like if they, if I go, if let's say I was single and I try to buy a girl a drink, she's like, okay, thanks, go to a boyfriend. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but rather just say no. In the, like in the beginning and then um, yeah it's tricky bro so i had a, a, a situation where i was talking to this girl and she was very touchy bro and i told you my physical my, my love language is touch and then at some point she was holding my biceps like this as she was talking yeah. to me and bro at this point my my alarms are going off i'm like like um i'm like pray pray, pray. <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm joking so i ask her i'm like do you have a do you have a do you have a boyfriend and she's like yeah he's right there he points at him and he's looking at me and he's so chilled about it. And the thing is about girls like this, there's certain girls out there that were just raised right. And I say raised right, I mean they were raised in oblivious, in an oblivious environment. So in their oh, head, like raised correctly, so now they don't... Yeah. But like in their head, the world is all yeah. lovey-dovey and all amazing. And I love chicks like that because they have such good energy towards them. But I could never date one because they're too friendly. Yeah. Like the thing is, I think she genuinely believes that these guys don't want to fuck her. Yes. Like, that's yes. the problem. Yes. <laughs> and you need a chick that's a bit rude, bruh. bruh. And I'm just saying, like, I want a chick that's nice, but only nice to me. But I hate that because that's what girls want. And I'm like, like, why do you want your ego boosted like that? Like, yeah. girls want a guy that's a dick, but it's only nice to them. But I'm like, well, why must your yeah. ego be boosted like that? Bruh? But uh, that's what we want. But that's what I want as well. But mm. like, uh, You don't think that's how it should be? Because we give them what they want, but they're not giving us what we want. Yeah, but the thing is they can get away with that because there's so many fucking guys that are always going after them. Yeah. That's the thing. If we want to go, we have to actively go approach them. Like, they get approached. They, or they have to say no where we as we have to not actually go talk to another girl. Yeah. So, for example, it's way easier. Like, I, I was talking to her about this as well. I was like, um, I'm not going to go to another girl. No girl's going to come to me. I'm not going to go to another girl. And then, but guys are going to come to you. So... You have to either say yes or no. I don't have to do anything. But you know what's crazy is that you have to explain that to her. No, no, no. I didn't explain it. I was because she thought that, um, like, because every time I would like, like she would trip just as much as I would trip. So she's like worried about me cheating or like not cheating, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'm explaining to her like I won't cheat. If I cheat, that's me actively looking to cheat. So if you yeah. cheating, that's you just saying yes. So yeah. I was just telling her it's way easier for because she keeps saying like, like reassuring me and then saying the same thing back to me like I mustn't do it. I'm like I, I, I even if I wanted to, I. Yeah, like it won't happen. And the crazy thing is about with, with drunk girls, is that they could they could cheat on you by mistake. Yeah, and I genuinely believe that Jeez, they didn't mean bro. to. You see what I mean? And it's bro. just like the thing is when you know the intention, it changes everything. So when you know she wasn't actively trying to disrespect you or cheat on you, then you kind of have to see it different. But you kind of have to like that. You kind of have to know the chick beforehand before you get with her. So if I get with a chick that's like clumsy and just makes mistakes and she's drunk, then I, I know there's a high chance of her cheating on me on a night out, but not purposefully. I still I st I've also told my girlfriend that like, I won't accept that. If you're drunk, then and yeah. you cheat, that, that of right. course, yeah, drunk course. actions are sober uh, thoughts. Yeah, I, I, I won't be able to yeah. continue the relationship knowing that's happened. Yeah. Mm. Um, just like. Like it will always be at the back of my mind. Of I can't. Course. I can't continue the relationship knowing that that's. But happening. you said you guys don't go out without each other. Yeah, we go out together. Okay, I think yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I think that's healthy. That's good. Do you yeah. think it's unhealthy that guys um, tell their chicks they can't go? Like I'm sure with you guys it was a mutual decision, right? Yeah. So with guys, <laughs> guys just tell the chick they can't go out, then they go out like the whole week. So do you think that's like fucked? Well, it, it, you got to know your girl. Oh, yeah. This could be a bit toxic, but if if she's going to do it whether you tell her to or not then telling her no that's to, so true if you tell her not to and but you know she will then that's worse that comes back to that chase thing though because you want a little bit of resistance you know what yeah. i mean put it in the place but if I, you know if you know you tell her like you can't go out and she says 
okay, I won't. Then maybe you can say that. But if you tell her you can't go out and you know she's still going to go out, then rather be, rather say, I'm cool with it. And then, because I think what it's very attractive is like, um, well, for us, is like, yeah, do, do what you want. Like, I trust you. If you cheat, though, I'm out. But yeah. I'm not like, you can't do this, you can't do that. Like, do what you want. But, but if you cheat, it's I, over. I'll go back to it again. Though. I know the game, but I know myself as well. So I won't lie to myself because I know it looks cool as fuck, and you feel, and she also feels that big dick energy when you like do whatever the fuck. She she's like, yeah. ooh, you know what I mean. But I I'm not gonna say that because <laughs> that's not how I feel, bro. Yeah, right. I don't want to see you out, so don't go out, bro. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so then you can say like you can go out, but I don't want you to go out. Oh, that's good. That, you can, they don't know your because there was one night where she went out without me, and I was so chilled with it, like because it was as basically one of her girl's best friends had been broken up with and. She didn't want to see guys. Mm. And she's got a friend group of four. Uh, I think it's four. And they're like super tight. Mm. And they do everything and tell each other everything. And they went out on a girl's night. Uh, but afterwards, she came back to my house. Mm. So all her friends went back home, but she got dropped off at me. But I was still so... We had such a big fight about that because mm. like she told me she'd be back at like, like one. Then two o'clock came. Then three o'clock came. And then I was just really pissed off. And then what she were you waiting for? Her? Yeah, I was, th- I was awake. And I was like... And then I still met, and then she was like, she was drunk, so she was like, um, uh, I stay close to Bayside, but not super close. So then she's like, uh, the Uber driver won't drop me off, so I'm going to walk from Bayside. And it's like two in the morning, I'm like, I'm not going to fetch you, and you're not going to get dropped off at Bayside. Tell the Uber driver. Then she, I was like, tell the Uber driver, I'll pay him. But no chance I'm going to pay the Uber driver to take it to, to drop a girl off. It's literally like, like 100 meters. It's so, like, what, what, why wouldn't you do that as a, a bit, yeah. Bro, and I just want to give advice to anybody that's listening here, bro. If your girl goes out, and then... There's no stories anywhere of her going out. Her friends aren't posting stories. She's not posting stories. (laughs) That's when you should be worried, bro. That's when you should be like... Haram! Bro, that's when you should be really worried. Because, like, if my chick goes out, bro, I want to see stories. Like, I'm going to be looking at the stories the whole time. Where are you? Because I might pop up a mistake. Ooh, fancy seeing you here. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing here? That actually happened once, eh? We we were going out. um, She was going out. And I was going out with another group. Oh, yeah. So she was going to boogies and I was going to in between. But I didn't know it was so close to each other. So this was another big issue. So she got there like two hours before me. I hope she doesn't mind me telling this, but she got there like two hours before me and she was waiting in line because our line is huge for boogies. Yeah. And I got there two hours later, really drunk with my friend who saw his friend in the front of the line or their group. Um, and then I got to stand in front, which, yeah, it's a bit of a dick move pushing in. I know that now, but I was drunk. And then um, I got into the club, and I was drooling in um, boogies, like, for a solid hour and a half. I was sending her videos, like, come in, like, I'll buy you a drink when you get inside. She's standing outside. Now, I know I sound like a dick for this, but we weren't, we didn't plan to go to the club together. We planned to go out to separate places on the same night, and I ended up at the same place as her. Mm. So am I wrong for not standing in line with her? Of course. Well, what do you say? Should I have stood in line with her? No, bro, I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I had a friend once, his chick got bounced, and he told her to go home. <laughs> sure. <Okay. laughs> because what do you do, bro? Yeah. I still want to be out, you know what I mean? We came here for a reason, but I respect shit like that. Like, bro, I've seen it. I've seen the worst of the worst. Like, I remember this one chick was talking to my friend, and then she was, they were dating, and she, she was like, he was like, do you think we could go buy this today or something? And then she was like, maybe if you're a good boy. <laughs> she was joking. Like a dog. She was joking, but that's rough, bro. That's rough. And like, <laughs> bro, just like asking for permission, but do what you want, bro. You guys understand each other the best. That's the problem I have with chicks, right? It's just like they focus too much on the public persona I put on. And I'm like, but you know the real me. You know this is an act I put yeah. on because it's my brand, I guess, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I need you to understand that what's happening between me and you is between me and you. It doesn't need to be involving anyone else. And that's what's tricky about dating so younger chicks. Uh, when I say young, I mean legal. Legal, still legal. Keep it around. But um, is that they're very focused on um, the social media looking type of relationship yeah. where they want everybody to know. And the thing is, when people are curious about your relationship with someone, is that they're constantly going to be asking questions about it to her. And she wants to flex. She wants to be like, oh, yeah, we went this, we did this. And I'm like, girl, 
you are taking us out to this place you don't want to be at, I don't want to be at. Oh, it's just for the post. Just for the post and you want to show your friends. I'm like, you're just wasting our... Like, if this is not going to be genuine between me and you, then what are we doing? Yeah. And that's the problem mm. with today's relationships, right, is that it's more about the outside perspective than what's going on inside, which is why I feel like this is the perfect persona for me to put on so a chicken really understand that as bad as it looks, she's the only one that knows how it really is. Yeah, that's cool. That's exactly... It's public. Bro. It's kind of different, but I posted a story on Mother's Day. Um... <laughs> I saw it, yeah? Yeah, it's not true. I, I assumed so. I, th I thought it was pretty cute. I thought it was romantic. I was like, oh. Oh, but, but you get what I was saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I just, um, so basically it was Mother's Day and I was like, um, everyone's posting Mother's Day. So why would they, like, I want views on my story. I want likes on my <laughs> yeah. story. So how am I going to get people to, everyone's, like, everyone's posting. Yeah, so yeah. if I post a picture of my mom, everyone's just going to be like, another, another post. Mom, yeah. So I said, I post a picture of me and my girlfriend and I said, happy Mother's Day to my baby's mom. Yeah. <laughs> and I just my, my, DM, my DMs blew up the yeah, family was imagine, messaging bro. my mom and uh, obviously it's not true I just wanted attention yeah I thought it was oh did you was that what you wanted yeah oh I thought I thought she was just being cute I was like damn bro this guy's really in deep I was like <laughs> oh no no I wanted it to look like she was pregnant so I could get views on my story yeah, even oh, I messaged him I thought something yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> I had her friends message me my, my friend, some people thought I was dumb and like dude you know how you made that sound I'm like no I, I did that on purpose Perfect. yeah people don't get it when you're playing me but like bro like yo I'm going to love like my first baby mama, bro. The first, the first chick that gives me a child. Yeah. Like I, like I'm not planning on having several baby mamas, but if it happens, it happens. But I'm yeah. just saying, like that's a big, like I've had less than five girlfriends in my life, less than because I take that label shit seriously. Yeah. As, as used to, I take it seriously. So, like I pay attention to stuff like that, bro. And if I was ever to call a girl my baby mama, bro, she should feel fucking privileged, bro. <laughs> Yo, yeah. she should feel she so should. privileged because that's great. Do, do do you see yourself getting married? The question is, what is the purpose of dating if you're not going to date for marriage? True, true, true. Do you do it for fun? Uh, I, I disagree with that. Do you disagree? I mean, you can think of the other way where dating, you can, I don't know, get experience and learn from your mistakes, but then there has to be a time where you're dating for marriage. You can't date your, your true. whole life and not yeah, have a true, purpose true. of dating. But um, would you do it properly? Law, pre like, government involved, weddings, all that stuff? Haram! <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign a prenup, yeah. you sign a prenup. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's just like, people, and then people get bad, like, oh, don't you love me? Why are you signing a prenup? But it's, you're looking, like, so many people, I think 70% of marriages end in divorce. Yeah. So you're kind of yeah. backing yourself Whoa. up. Whoa. If she doesn't, doesn't want to sign a prenup, it's a massive red flag, yeah. bro. It's almost like she's there for flag. the money. My, yeah. my, my, I'm going to expose my mom and my stepdad. They married like that, and it's fucked. What, without a prenup? Yeah, it's fucked, dude. Mm. Like, they, they're, not li they're not living together. But that's what I mean about um, involving the government. But do you think the prenup sorts that? Like, like just yeah, so you come into the marriage, you leave with what you came in with. I so. fully, fully agree with yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, because mm. yeah, Andrew Ted was saying, but like, like, the government's always involved when you're buying a car, buying a house, and now you, she must involve you when you're married. Now you put your dick in another bitch, and then she takes half, and then she leaves. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah, it's it's you, don't want the, you don't want the government involved in anything. Listen, guys, Nia, take a quick break just to free some space on the camera. And then it's going to be load shedding now. Yeah. Um, so just re restart the recording, everything. All right, cool. We'll, yeah, we'll be back in a second. We're going to have a part two now, now. <laughs> 